Hello everyone and welcome to Sex and Violence, your weekly punk rock movie podcast. It's about lasciviousness, revolution, exposed boobs, bulges and man pants. Maybe a decapitation, but not really this not this week. No. Not enough violence. I mean, there's there's some emotional decapitation. I suppose. I mean, if you remove a revolutionary and his young ingenue lover, aren't you decapitating their love? That's a good point. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah. Thanks for not backing me up. I'm, I'm always backing you up on this Thanks, kind of shit, man. dude. You know that. I'm Gabriel Elizabeth Mara. Your that's yes, no, okay. Um, you're one of your co-hosts, and with me as always is my co-host Ryan Winifred Snyder. Hello, Winifred. Hello. How are the tulips? They are quite frosty. Are the geraniums growing as you anticipate? I don't know how long I can do this. Well, why not? Yeah, that's, that's, let us dilly nor dally any further. This is an incredibly special episode. Why my numbers this one? 45. 45 coming at you like a bullet. We have two incredibly special guests. Special in many different ways. Ryan, who are our guests before we have them introduce ourselves? Our guests. Ourselves. Are the professor and Michelle Monaghan long awaited finally? Yay! Golf clap, golf clap. Welcome, welcome. Okay. Welcome you. to both of you. This is wonderful. Welcome to your home. Yeah. <laughs> this is Top Gallon Studios East, aka Sex and Violence Studios. Yes. yes. Thank you for having us. Yes. Yay! All right, Thanks so um, let's start with Michelle Monaghan, who we've been alluding to many times since the beginning of the show, and who's been on the show a few times, albeit Briefly. Wa- walking away or shuffling papers. Yeah, that's pretty much all it is. It's like, mm-hmm. is she in there really just doing shows? <laughs> can hear in the background. Mm-hmm. Love you. Can you really hear me? Some to yeah. Oh, oh um, uh, Michelle Monaghan, if you were in the bedroom and mm-hmm. you snapped your fingers, I'd hear it. That's crazy. I know this. I'm wearing, still wearing the headphones. These things are incredibly powerful. Sometimes they watch porn in there while you guys are here. <gasps> Just kidding. Whoa! Like, oh. Just Whoa. kidding. They you already knew. <laughs> yeah, they already knew that. Actually, that's Michelle what that's Monahan, how it was. Um, Would you like to introduce yourself a little bit for the listeners? Well, how so? Um, <laughs> if you want to tell them your real name and what kind of movies are all about and how you met co-host Ryan Snyder. Okay. So. Your relationship to him. Oh, so Ryan is my husband, um, so that's, yeah, and his name is not Winfred or whatever. Winifred. Winifred. I don't know where that came from, but... I'm, um, I was stealing his bit. Oh, okay, yeah. got it. That's all it is. So I just called, called your bluff. Yeah, yeah. Um, Curtain pulled. Yeah, it just happened. <laughs> um, I mean, he's just Ryan Tim otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, it's so, it's so boring. R.T. <laughs> um, And then, I don't know, I normally go for like the romantic comedy which I think kind of brought about the comedic relief that we watched tonight mm. um, and I'm trying to think of what else I needed like how many movie. episodes of Sex and Violence have you listened to? Big goose egg right? <laughs> exactly probably <laughs> none no and the reason behind this is because I Ryan is a very interesting individual thanks but Agreed. at times I don't find him funny oh I'm going to be super honest. And that's love. And for me to say that, that's like kicking him in the balls right now. Yep, it's a little sensitive <laughs> today. <laughs> so that's probably the hardest thing for yeah, him to hear. Ryan, I think you're a barrel of laughter. Yes. Thanks, man. Yeah. I, I think you don't listen because how many times are you around me and like all of our friends, including him, where I'm like, hey, let's talk about movies. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much what happens. So you hear this on a 
you've been hearing this for almost a decade. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Literally almost. A, yeah. We're at like eight years. Oh, you yeah. guys. Yes. I know. It's been a really long time that we've been together. So that's for, a long time. Yeah. It yeah. is very long. That's a beautiful thing used mm-hmm. to. What's the worst thing Ryan has ever made you watch and made you finish it? Kill Bill. <gasps> I know. Everyone hates me now. Well, no. Um, we didn't want to get into the news. That's in the news right now. Really? We'll get into that segment, too. Yeah. We didn't really want to get into it, but it's really devastating news for us Kill Bill fans. Actually, it's more devastating news for us Uma Thurman fans because we're on your side, Uma. Yeah. I actually have no idea what's going on because I don't really, I don't watch the news. You don't often. follow Uma Thurman on Instagram and Twitter? No. No, I do not. I do. Um, no, I I can't get into that movie for some reason. I just find, like, the, like, uh, Quentin Tarantino, I think, is an amazing individual who has, like, these really interesting ways that he likes to tell stories. But for some reason, I just can't get into, like, the, like, those moments where... It feels like I'm in a rager in New York, and they're mm. just like, burr, burr. like I don't Film like that sound. Perfectionists. Yeah, I don't. Oh, yeah. I can't do the sound, and they're like going in on her eyes. And I'm like, what the hell is? Yes. Yeah. Love it. I couldn't do it, so I. That's probably the worst thing that you've ever. That's hard. You've, to you've hear. lost your microphone privileges. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Hard to hear. Hard to hear. We bring to our other guest. Hello. Same questions, I guess. Who the are you? If you want to reel your real name, um, movies you like. I. My name is Jenny. That's it. Hi, Hi. Jenny. Hi. Um, movies I like. I. Oh, and also clarify, oh. you're not just a professor. You're a doctor. I'm actually not a professor. Well, you're a doctor. I used to be a professor. Doctor counselor. Yeah, not a counselor. Gui- guider thing. Yeah, just. You can, you can just call I don't Jenny. know her very well, we'll just apparently. Go <laughs> Hi, it's good to meet you. I'm sorry, I threw up June. That's okay. Um, maybe Wait, how did you get here? Oh, how Who did do you know? Here? Who do you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I know Gabe. Yay! Yes. That's me. Gabe's my boyfriend. Oh my god. Oh, oh. This is the first time she said it out loud. It's not true. It's not the first oh, time I said it out loud. <laughs> Though she did find out the whole Jessica Jones thing through this show. Yeah, so I have listened to episodes of yeah, the podcast. Yeah, she's listened to more episodes than you have. Oh my gosh. gosh. Well, because it was revelatory. <laughs> um, and much to his distress, after he sent me a link to the podcast, I started watching it, which apparently he didn't expect I would do, and then mm-hmm. he got a little freaked out oh, by the fact that like I was watching it. It's like inviting someone to a thing, knowing they're not going to come. You're like, I'm doing something. Like, you're, of course you can come along, even though I know you can't make it. I don't know. I thought mm-hmm. he asked me to watch, to listen, mm-hmm. so I thought that seemed like the right thing to do. So I started listening, and he's a little bit of a historical revisionist. I'm finding <laughs> out there are some inaccuracies. Oh In this, um, I learned, for example, if you'd like to know, mm-hmm. um, it wasn't until I listened that I found out that he had allegedly, apparently, conceded to me that Jessica Jones was superior in some points. To Veronica Mars. Okay, at some point. Which he had never said to me. Mm-hmm. So he I said that I he did. had admitted it to me, but he hadn't. So I texted him and I was like, What are you talking about? You never. This you is the never Curtain podcast. Yeah. Um, so I made him say it to my face. Yes. Recorded him? Yeah, mm-hmm. I should have recorded There's a boomerang. There's an Instagram boomerang. Oh, you do have a recording. I have yes. a recording of it, but <laughs> I never God, these things looked are me in the, the eyes and admitted that I was right. I'll cut it in. Uh, yeah. So wait, which one do you prefer? 
Who's oh, better? Jessica Jones. Okay, thank God. I, got, yeah. I thought oh, this was going to yes. get really weird. Oh, no, no, no. And okay. he had told me Veronica oh, Mars Jones. was better. No. I've been saying for years that Veronica Mars is better than Jessica Jones. And then I watched an episode with her, and I'm like, oh, no. This looks like some really embarrassing CW shit from the early aughts, which is exactly what it is. Mm. But it's those movies that set the roadmap, or those shows that set the roadmap for, I think, it, it laid Seems down strong. brick. Yeah, there was brick. Yeah. Brick was laid. But so sorry. Yeah. Movie wise. Okay. Oh. Professor. Yeah, I've. That's kind of the funny thing is I've 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 gone to the movie theater so many more times since we started dating than I've gone probably in the last several years. Yeah. I just want to read more than I watch movies, or I watch movies that are adaptations of books. Mm. So so, yeah, not so big on the movie front. I know. I'm What's sorry. your favorite sexy and violent film? Um, There's a surprising amount in Empire Records, which I finally saw for the first time. Yeah, amazing. I managed to introduce you to Charmer. Right? 90s classic. Such a good movie. Charmer. Yeah. yeah. Shaggy Dog of a Charmer. I you managed can't. to introduce you to that. Liv Tyler. Also, Clue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Clue. Good murder mystery. I've never seen Clue. I don't think I've ever it's seen good. Clue. Oh, it's so good. Next movie night. It's got, yeah. um, we talked about this. Madeline Kahn. Madeline Kahn. Christopher what else? Lloyd. Uh, Michael McKean. Tim Curry. That's the one. Tim Curry's the one? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm it's just, a great I'm sure, cast. Oh, I what's, what's, what's Ryan's really? reference point? Ryan's reference point is Tim Curry because of it. No. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh. Yeah. That's why you weren't that big a thing. We are I into like, the I Rocky. Like, uh, mm-hmm. We like Rocky Horror. Well, you like the 90s miniseries It. You just didn't like the newest one. No, because it was freaking terrifying it's really good like i i might have embarrassingly peed a little during oh, no. yeah no she, i was yeah, terrified were, i was on it like you were originally you she was originally not going to come to the theater because we went to go see it opening night uh-huh and you ended up coming with mm-hmm. and then yeah you were just like that's I, terrifying I, I was like this is amazing <laughs> No, the, gar- the garage scene is yeah. one of the scariest things I've seen yeah. in a very long time. No, that was where I was like, was I, I think I just paid I will give you that. I'm not even going to lie about that. And I was not the only, like, I was not Come on, the Jenny, actual pregnant person. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was a book. Oh, it's a yeah. really good book. I'm actually, I think I'm going to look forward to the uh, the sequel much more, because I always mm. found the stuff with the adults much more interesting than them as kids. How much it's plot a story is there told mm-hmm. I'm very curious. There's, there's a lot. Hmm. I just like the uh, getting the band back together kind of thing. I'm interested then, to see yeah. who they cast. Jessica Chastain, probably. Probably. For... Bev. Bev. I was going yeah. to say Old Red. Old Red. Old Red. This is not a oh Southern. <laughs> it's not a Roadhouse? It's, no, it's uh, told in Maine. Yeah. Why is it every movie either Roadhouse or Dirty Dancing? Uh, uh, Ryan, do R. we R. crush R. on Patrick Swayze? We do crush on him. Who does I think it's a man crush. It's not It is. It's It's just a crush. It might just who yeah. doesn't crush on Patrick Swayze? How much better do you think a movie Streets of Fire would have been with Patrick <laughs> Swayze as the lead role? It would have been a classic. How much Way better more do you think The Godfather would have been if it had been Patrick Swayze in every role? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I probably would be more interested in it. Where's Jenny, Michael? What's your, <laughs> Jenny, what's your favorite Patrick Swayze film? There's no wrong answers. Yeah, there's none. I think it's Dirty Dancing. Correct. That's a really good answer. I'll take Dirty Dancing. (laughs) No, if you you could have, you could have said really anything. You said Point Break, Win. Mm -hmm. If you had said uh, Ghost, 
totally a win. Mm. If you'd said a red dawn, you don't like ghost? I have a problem with ghost. What's your problem with ghost? So I don't believe like, in the supernatural. No, like, <laughs> no. I think Why would that, a ghost pick up a penny? Like, I think supernatural things happen. It's just the, like, psychological oh. parts of that movie are super messed up. Like, that woman has no coping skills mm. at all. I have a problem with, like, the psychological part of that movie because she just, there's no coping skills that go on. And watching that movie, I feel awful for her because like she just lost like her best friend and then they make it into like this big drama of things so when you pottery yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) but if you have that was uh, done production in pottery barn (laughs) yeah (laughs) but like in like the all like seriousness of it is she lost her husband and you're telling people who lost their husbands that their spouses that are now passed away have the possibility of coming back as ghosts. Like, I just don't think that that was, it was good. I mean, for entertainment purposes, maybe, but... How do you feel about the one where Warren Beatty comes back as a dog? What movie is that? What movie is that, Ryan? Is that Heaven Can... Hold on. I don't know. A better movie on that aspect of uh, grief. Siri, what was the movie where Warren Beatty comes back to life as a dog? I'm not sure. Thanks a lot, Dick. Yeah. Sorry, Ryan. Continue. It's all right. A better movie on the subject of grief with uh, losing somebody, and you should watch, it is on the shelf, uh, Babadook. Oh, that's What's such the... a good one. No. Have you seen Babadook, uh, No. I thought you were going to say Sleepless in Seattle. That's a great one. This one. Awesome. No, I'm not going with that. <laughs> I love not that movie. Not in my That's such a good movie, dude. Um, Babadook oh. Oh. is basically kind of like Rosemary's Baby. It's a psychological horror film where Miss Fisher from Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries, oh, her. Um, her husband dies in the car accident and she's left for a slightly um, troubled son. And they discover a children's book which is ominously about this thing called the Babadook. Mm-hmm. It's this weird like shadowy figure wearing a top hat. And slowly, as time goes on, this weird shadowy figure of Top Hat starts invading their lives and haunting the child and her. Mm. And really, it's about the specter of grief. grief. Yeah. And so then, it's oh. Jumanji. It's no. Jumanji. What? <laughs> <laughs> How crazy would that be? I love no, Jumanji. Jumanji. They find the game and it just invades their life of oh. grief, of not fulfilling your child. Did you know that the hunter is also the same actor as, Robin's, um, as Robin Williams' dad in that movie? Yes. That's so good. I didn't even know that. You didn't what? know that? No, for years. I had no idea. See, Ryan's really bad at faces, too. Don't act like you're surprised. I knew. Like, you knew I've that. told you this. <laughs> I knew that, though. Also, wait, it's Heaven Can Wait is a dog movie. Oh, Heaven Can Wait. Okay. Who's the priest in Little Nicky? Tarantino. Yeah. Tarantino. Tarantino. Toronto. We made a bet. Toronto. One. Yeah. This is what happens when you're married to a movie buff. You're like, oh no, that's who this is. That's it's like, like no, no it's not me too. It's no way. The blind. So before we get to our yeah, movie sorry. proper, let's get into one last question for each of you. Jenny, what is your favorite movie? Oh. Um. If you want to say the five hour Pride Project, that's acceptable. Oh yeah! Wow, that's up there. Mm-hmm. Kind of the five hour Pride and Prejudice. That Listeners, high school. you may know that I have this weird thing about Jane Austen that I love her. That's so so yeah. weird. Yeah. That's totally And there was normal. a Jane Austen reference in the movie we watched. Yeah. Jane well, or I? J- Jane Art? No, that's, oh, that's oh, Sean oh, Bronte. Jane, um, see, okay. we're intelligent. Yeah. That's wrong one. Okay. There was a Jane reference. Yes. Yeah. Still Jane. That's a Jane I reference. tried. A literary Jane, Jane reference. Yeah. Swinging okay. <laughs> that was a, yeah. I oh. always like Parisia 10. That's right. Parisia 10 was an appearance. Starring yeah. Elijah Wood. Starring a lot of people. 
and, and different genres. Movies. Really? Oh, so it is. There's these different districts of Paris, and so a different director has a different vignette that's filmed in a different district of Paris. And so cool. it's just a series of little films. And so you get to see the different directorial styles on display. That's cool. And they're it's, all love stories and different is. versions of love. Yes. And ultimately, I think it's what it's about to love a city and love a place and have that place be a hmm. part of you. It's a really lovely film. Oh, my God. Do you have that on DVD? I do. I may need to borrow that. I'll bring it across the street. Yes. Listeners, a fun fact. Jenny forbade me from looking at her DVD shelf for the entire first two months we dated. Really? Yeah, she forbade me. Yeah. I wouldn't let him look. And as a... As, as I a, thought he would judge me. No, and, I, and it, it was a perfectly fine shelf. There was nothing wrong with your shelf. There's so much judgment. I, I judged the hell out of hers the first time I saw it at like, yeah. her parents' house. I was like, what the... But I think that this very conversation is what brought us to do this very movie, this yeah. episode. But before we do that, Michelle Monaghan, what is your favorite movie? Kill Bill Volume 2, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like, mine's Is it Hocus Pocus? No, it's not as... It's going to sound oh, so stupid. Go. There um, are no dumb I, answers here. No, I love... It's because it has a place in my heart. But I love Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. That's a cute movie. It's... For the reasons, okay, so there's, there's like, a reason for this. There's Ari Grainer grabbing her gum out of a Port Authority toilet. Yes. So, when when I was younger, I used to work a lot with bands. That was, like, my thing. I did stuff for cystic fibrosis, and I did benefit shows and all kinds of cool stuff. And it just brought something back of just loving something so much that you'll go to all lengths to be there, like a band of, of all things. So you have this one like thing that's just so important to you that you would be willing to go to all these lengths to be able to see that one thing that makes you feel the same way as everybody else in that room, which is a really beautiful thing. Like you go and you go to a concert and you see this band and everyone's having the same thought of how amazing that moment is in that in that space. And I think that that movie just like kind of brought that to me. I don't, I don't know. I enjoy it. It reminds me of my childhood of like wrecking cars and traveling. Wrecking and, cars? Yeah. We were both pretty punk rock back in the day. Yeah. How many it. cars did you wreck? I, we don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> For legal reasons? Can't disclose that? No, no, not legal reasons. Just like losing people's like door handles, um, opening people's car doors into fire hydrants. Like oh, things okay. things happen. Mm-hmm. Sorry to those of you who know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Todd, about your Fiero. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Sorry, guy. Well, you know what, Ryan? Yeah. We did a movie this week. We did a movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Finally. Finally. At long last. We've been all discussing roads it. Leads, all roads lead to this. Yes. Dirty Dancing. Havana Nights. Havana Nights. Las Noches de Havana. See. Si. Mi Espanol is como un gringo. Also, yeah. for some reason, I turned into uh, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, that yeah, was very Keanu. Keanu. Oye. Como va? I mean, he's really attractive. He's pretty awesome. No like, way, Johnny. <laughs> um, so, three dancing kind of nights. Why? Okay, you know what? Let's start with <laughs> why. Let's see here. So, listeners who have been listening to us from the very beginning of our creaky toddler baby step, wiggly waggly, chubby legs and fat finger episodes, know that we've been joking about doing this movie for over a year. Yeah, we did it's it. Time. We did it. We did it. Um. Emily, do you want to be the one to do the honors of... Wait, trailer. 
It's important that you not let a boy pressure you. It's a dance about being exactly who you want to be in that moment. Y tu mamá también's Diego Luna. And introducing Romola Gary. Where's Katie? Just wait. Great trailer. Yeah, great trailer. Great trailer. I might just put that same clip of Swayze. Okay, that's perfect. That might be it. But, Emily, do you want to give the listeners the honor of the plot description of Dirty Dancing, Havana Nights, directed by... Some. Some cat. <laughs> like Fred Wetterland or something. Mm-hmm. I was going to... As soon as I saw the director, I was going to bring it up and see what else he did, but I wasn't interested enough to do it. I was like, baby. It It really wasn't that bad. (laughs) It's pretty bad. It was not that bad. It is. It is a beautiful love story. (laughs) It is. It is a a rebel pretender to its (laughs) clearly superior older brother. Does someone want to read this caption? This 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 blurb? Yeah. I know. I and I do not agree with it. Guy Furland. All right. What is the blurb there? Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jenny's face hardens in rage. Quote, better than the original. False. Yeah, very, very false. Yeah, I think, I think the uh, the person <laughs> that, who made that statement got sued for libel. That, yeah. was, that was Jim Lane of oh, Sacramento News and Review. Jim. I bet oh, he doesn't have a podcast. So <laughs> turn up the heat and follow the rhythm. Yeah, I was actually gonna say that that that's kind of that was the worst part of that that disc. Um, no. Full breakdown, T to B. Yeah, top to bottom. Partly yeah. because we, we were eating and drinking, having a nice time doing was playing. Mm-hmm. So you're the only one here who's seen it before, right? I think so. This Multiple is, this times. Was, yeah, this I know. Is I your, this is your DVD of Jenny's yeah. holding. Yes. So this is something that came from my house that Ryan tried to burn. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't try I, and burn it. Like there's still a box of movies in my closet that 
did not make it onto the shelf. <laughs> but for some reason, I tried to put this away, and she said, absolutely not. It must be on display. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we got to hide it. The first thing comes. I see when I walk in your house the first time. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's, it's definitely not better than the original, but the whole, like, plot, I guess you could say of it, is um, an Im- scene by scene. Go for it. Yeah, quote-unquote American family comes to Cuba to um, because the main character, her father, starts working for a company that is then based out of Cuba. Main character's name? Katie Miller. Very good. And the father is Roger Sterling of Mad Men. Yes. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of like... I'm just going to call him Howard Stark. <laughs> and Howard Stark as well. There's a lot of I think bigger actors and actresses within this that like started out mm-hmm. probably they've watched this and were like you guys could do so much better. Um, mm-hmm. So it it goes through the storyline of that um, she meets like the cool kids I guess you could say that all their parents work within the same company. The white kids. Yeah. Like the rich kids. And um, January Jones. Yes. And who's the mean Barclay. girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's the mean girl in it. Um, and there's like a tussle, I guess you could call it, with her uh, dad's boss's son, which is Avery from yes. Nashville. Yes. Avery from Nashville. James Phelps in the movie. Yes. Played by Jonathan Jackson. Mm-hmm. And they, um, and she, she meets the waiter who spills like it's pool boy. Yeah, who's pool the pool boy? boy mm-hmm. um, who they they call a lot of racial slurs, which is really upsetting. Um, now as a grown up, like not <laughs> like when you're 14, you're really like I probably wasn't paying attention in that moment. Um, but hearing it again, I was like, oh my god! Like, Y'all don't say that. Yeah, like this is awful. <laughs> yeah, um, and then she kind of gets incorporated into this world of the. Um, like Cuban style dancing and um, the culture oh, the, 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 of what kind of dance. I don't know what would that be called. The dirty dance. Well, it is dirty <laughs> dance. Oh, well, in the movie they make it very dirty. Like yes. they show like like ballroom dancing, and then they show like what they're trying to make the the cultural side of dancing, and it's drastically different. And they make it very provocative, and they make it very like they they change it. Um, a lot from what she's used to, which also as a grown-up is kind of upsetting because I don't think that that's the real world. Emily, do you identify with Katie Miller? Do I? Yes. Like the like her maybe her adventurous side, a right. little tiny bit, but I I felt I don't know like watching it as a grown-up, I'm kind of upset. We <laughs> can get rid of it. We're not getting rid of it. Oh, no. I feel like I, I feel this urge to get it for you on Blu-ray as a going away present for myself. <laughs> be like, here you go. Yeah. Yeah, it's and so they enter a competition. She falls in love with this young man, and they enter a competition. Diego Luna, mm-hmm, who looks amazing in this. Um, I think he's only gotten better age. I know he's such a hot man. Um, I, I wanted so much more out of him in Rogue One. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of sad. Rogue One. That was a sad movie. It was terrible. Um, and then it, but it touches a lot on a revolution that's going on in Cuba. <gasps> oh God. Wow. <laughs> that looks really nice. See, I like so listeners, Jenny just fixed her hair. She put up like, well, like a ponytail. And like, I gave her like a look of like adoration and a smile. And, and then Emily truth. pointed and laughed. Yeah. That looks better. Emily was honest. <laughs> I thought she looked great. It was I, it was I, on the side. Then I no, it's still sticking up straight. Okay. No, I, I think, think it looks much better. Can you edit this out? No. 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 Absolutely not. <laughs> this is fabulous. 
You're, they're listening <laughs> to you talk about Dirty Dancing and the revolution. Okay. You look great. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so there's the Cuban Revolution, and then there's my hair. Oh, <laughs> it was Barely. definitely, and there's a lot of like components that go into this just, movie. Of your cat is right under my foot. Of the Sorry. revolution, I mean, um, Pazuzu the movie cat. Yeah, okay, yeah, Pazuzu the movie cat, the black movie cat, right yeah. here. What's it the art race? Yeah. It's she's just she's like Thackeray Banks in Hocus Pocus. Duh. We have a Banks though. She's a zoo. Um, the only right. Banks I care about. Is Agent Cody? Oh, that's not true at all. Banks, not Banks. Oh, my oh. bad. What? Yeah, man, know your Frankie Muniz. <laughs> Isn't it Banks? You, I said no. It's Banks, it but the cast name is Banks. Oh, okay. No, it was, it was my bad. I'm glad you told me. I couldn't have you look at me like that. The whole I was time. like, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> and. There's dancing. Yeah, there's so much dancing. Cameo. There's lots of booby touching. Yeah. So much booby touching. And I'm pretty sure he bends her over like doggy style in one part of it. He does. Which I think makes everybody really uncomfortable at the at the table that is watching this, like her parents. Um no, but, yeah. her dad looked pretty happy I mean, about it. He was wasn't right. happy. No, he wasn't happy. He was not. He's <laughs> like, damn girl. That came from me. If the plot sounds familiar, <laughs> it's because yeah. it is the plot of Dirty dancing, mm. but with, with less charismatic. Yes, yeah. with less uh, like like deep emotional. And only beats a inside little stories. less Patrick Swayze. Yeah, yeah they Swayze. managed to work him in a good bit. Mm-hmm. It's good to see him, but overall, did anyone really give a shit about the two lead characters? Like, I, I did. Luna. Yeah, no. I, 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 I'd, I'd said I before that Luna. I felt that Katie Miller, the, the, the actress's name, which was just a series of. Random syllables, apparently. Romola Garai. Let's just call her Wonder Bread. That's just the whitest <laughs> so, thing. Yeah, Katie Miller, Wonder Bread. Um, I, like, throughout the entire movie, I just didn't really care about her. Mm-mm. I was all about Diego Luna, because I think that guy's magnetic as fuck. One of my favorite movies is Ito Mama Tambien, which is this amazing, beautiful, heartbreaking tale about, like, young love and the destruction of politics and idealism. It's wonderful. And then there, here he is, doing some pretty okay dancing. I think no, this movie is supposed to be about young love and the destruction of politics yeah. and idealism, too. <laughs> it just... Did it, it wasn't directed or written by Alfonso Cuarón? From... It, it fell a yes. little flat. Yeah, different on character. That. But different then again, um, Ethan Mamatambian did not have Maya in it. Oh no, she did uh, sing, and she sang the shit out of that song. <laughs> mm-hmm. I still like My Love Is Like Well. It is a great song. I have a lot of problems with this. <laughs> yeah, there was <laughs> a lot of problems. There was. I mean, it. Oh, finish your finish the plot description. Oh, okay. Opinions. So they. Enter the competition, um, and of course they go to the second round, which everybody knew that that was going to happen. Um, and then when they're going into the second round, the revolution like kind of it really takes off. Yeah, it, 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 <laughs> yeah, waiters. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's like almost a shooting um, of I don't they even know that who that Wolf. is. Yeah, I don't know who the person that they were trying to kill was. I don't either. Um, and then they like flee, and she discusses like him coming to America with her and he's like no just kidding you gave me your v-card I'm gonna stay here um and that's kind of like the plot of the movie all right and then it ends yeah and then it's over oh cats no she's clawing Jenny's foot (laughs) stop it Uh so trying to hold pause with me come here 
We'll, we'll navigate her with our feet. It's okay. Yeah. It's, 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 it's not animal toddler. abuse. We're just no, pulling her. I would do the same thing to a toddler. We'll just pull her. <laughs> her She's clawing my foot now. <laughs> so now that we have this description, let's yeah. jump to our other guest. We'll start with you. Jenny, oh. how did you feel about 2004's Dirty Dancing Havana Nights? Well... Look and blink directly in the eyes when you say it. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I I'm still I'm still processing what I saw. <laughs> that's that's we we watched it right before this, so it always takes me a little while to really. Okay, now look at Ryan. Give, give, give Ryan your opinion. I've seen better. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Yes. I'm glad you turned um, to me for that part. <laughs> I can't look at Emily while I say it. No, um, I'll look. I've seen a lot better. <laughs> I love you. And that's why we're never having sex. I'm just kidding. Oh, no. <laughs> Please. On O. It was like the Lord of the Rings mm. and that there were just multiple endings. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like it kept ending over and over again. Mm-hmm. And... It was just never quite over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you thought it was going to be, it felt like there were a lot of emotional peaks in it, yes. where everything was kind of wrapped up, and then there was more. And then it ends like abruptly. Yeah. Then it's over. Like, what was the what was the climax of this movie? That's what I'm like curious about. Like, there's not really much other than like we're gonna enter a dance I mean, competition, like, and then I'm like, pretty I sure guess. like that would be the climax. The Is revolution. The first, no, the mm. first dance competition of like her. Of her facing everything. So, like, she's letting it out there that she's fallen in love with this boy that they label, like, the pool boy. And then... Javier Suarez. Yeah, which was awful. Um, and then... <laughs> like, I hated that they called him that. And then... What was his name? Uh, Javier, yeah. Javier no, no, I hated that they oh, the other referring names, him yes. to the pool boy. Like, that's really mm-hmm. sad. Um, and then... Like, that's what I thought the climax would be. And then them moving forward and beating the other, like teams that were like this major dancing teams in like the underground Cuban clubs that they were placed with them so they were good enough to be placed with these like really amazing teams yeah and and kind of proving to her parents that like she was old enough to kind of have like a love interest yeah but I I thought the climax was kind of when the revolution breaks into the dance Mm -hmm. competition at the end yeah I mean maybe that is we're underestimating it's you know, experimental in its narrative that there are multiple climaxes. Don't do this. Don't convince yourself you like it. Don't do it. I've seen it yeah. happen. Yeah. It's, Follow it's, your heart. It breaks the rules. It is the rebel that it portrays. This is true. This movie was truly rebellious for its time. Yeah. It, was. it dared to be bad. When other it chose to defy what's like like period appropriate music choices. It you know did. A lot, a lot of hip hop. Oh yeah, that actually made me a little weird. This have come out the same year as Kill Bill. Oh four. What year did Take the Lead come out? Was that no? That was oh six. Yeah, I actually love Take the Lead. I'm, I'm a big fan of that movie. I think that when we were discussing this, when we were watching it about um, when Save the Last Dance came out, mm-hmm. and I mean, I love that movie. I don't care who listens to that, but that I love that movie. And it's a then, much loved movie. I've never seen it. Though. It's it's. I just thought it was it's very good um and then i think they were like they gave it a little bit of time Mm -hmm. like you guys had mentioned and then they were like let's throw this in there well then you might find this a provocative claim as well according to sean edwards of fox kansas city oh (laughs) i think i think we know that's the best of all the fox stations yep Mm -hmm. um he called it the hot moves hot music 
the best of the recent batch of dance movies. Um, no, Whoa. I'm pretty sure he's saying it was better than Say It Last. It's not better than Step Up, homie. Funnily enough, his uh, favorite movie from three years ago was uh, God's Not Dead. So. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Trust his opinion. It's one of those. <laughs> those types. We make some bold yeah. statements. On I know. This show. I'm very late. <laughs> Feel free. I'm yeah, no. Any bold statement. So whatever you My want. My name's attached to that. <laughs> yeah. No, you're only Michelle Monaghan. It's cool. Yeah. I mean, you should be. You should yeah, apologize right. to Michelle Monaghan. I did. I know. I'm so sorry that they call me by your name. I apologize for that, but it's very flatter, <laughs> flattering at the same time. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I find it very flattering. She's a great like, oh, okay. One of my favorites. I'll walk in here like that. Sure. <laughs> Except Brian calls you by your real first name. All what the, time the, the show. fuck? <laughs> sorry, I have been listening. He corrects me. Regular listeners. Yes. Whenever correct. Ryan yes. brings you up, I'm like, oh, who? <laughs> yeah. Yep. His mistress, his yes. mistress uh, yeah. by my by my name, my true name, Emily. Exactly. Yeah. It's not some weird Ripple Stillskin logic. Mistress by know, name only. We've interviewed yeah. as Jenny and Emily. No, everyone mm-hmm. knows who we are. Yeah, yeah. really yeah. unique yeah. name. Mistress. Yeah. yeah. Just make the bold statement. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not making any bold statements. Mm-hmm. I gave her a bold it. statement. Yeah. Let's see. Um, oh man, I have so many. Remember, Zachary knows that you're sorry for his loss. Oh yeah. Oh man. Um, let me think. Bold statements. Bold statements. Um, pressure, 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 pressure. Um, let's see. Uh, I like Elvis more than Johnny Cash. Oh my God. Wow, that is a bold statement. That is super bold. I really do, though. You didn't tell me this. I'm sorry. Oh gosh, we're having a moment. We're having a moment across the table. That sound is Jenny leaving me forever. <laughs> yep. You know what? The door slammed. She has mm-hmm. put up the wall. Yeah. It's coldness. <laughs> how, many, how many great movies have there been about Elvis, though? Like, just the, like... There's been several starring Elvis. That's yeah, not what he asked. Point. Yeah, no, movies about him. Do you think, like, Johnny, Cur- Johnny Cash... Oh, Walk Hard. That was... Where Jack White plays him, and he's great. Oh, God. Oh, I was just getting to my point. No. It's like, do you think Johnny Cash enjoyed like a a better like resurgence of his like persona because of Walk the Line? No. Yeah. If I, d- yeah. what you yeah. think so? Why? A better resurgence because of a maybe. Well, people, yeah. Oh, people. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I think I was thinking of that statement incorrectly mm-hmm. because I'm not as smart. I think that spurred. Mm-hmm. You're very smart, <laughs> Johnny Cash. Yeah, fanboy, fan yeah. fangirl thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, I love that. I think it kind of did that for me. Yes, yeah, so honestly, that same because that came out oh six. Around there, around there. Yeah, yeah. I was like the right age for that, like sixteen ish. Mm-hmm. Like, I agree with that. And that for nice, me, MVP like, of that movie is Reese Witherspoon. Yes. They're like, like Joaquin yeah. Phoenix is, is so solidly good. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. he's great, but Reese Witherspoon's the she's the heart, the, the damn anchor of that movie. She's so good in it. Which plays true to their story. Yeah. That she mm-hmm. was his anchor mm-hmm. in all of it. That's why he died, what, one month after her? Mm-hmm. Yes, it Makes did. Makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Real soon. Broken heart syndrome. Guys, everyone's favorite change. I, I think that was a look of expectation that went from Emily <laughs> like, to Ryan. I can't wait to die. <laughs> so that you could go one month later. You could go like one month later. Bullshit. She'll, she'll save you the seat. I mean, oh, no, he's coming. It's fine. Yeah. He's here without him. I'm we sorry just, he's yeah, gone to hell. <laughs> Shit. Damn it. The flaw in the plan. Sorry, Ryan. Bye. May nope. see ya. No, I, no that was a Bold good one. statement. I, I didn't I make one? What, the, what did I just say? Yeah. Was that yours? Oh, sorry. My dad was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's my bold statement. Oh, I, I made, oh Trina, you haven't made a bold statement yet. Oh, I wasn't asked to. Well, no, it's your time. Okay, I'm not ready. 
Oh. No. No. That's okay. I don't have a bold statement. We'll save it for the end. I'll let you know when I have a bold okay. statement. Okay. Ryan, yeah. let's bring it to you. What are your thoughts on Dirty Dancing, Havana Nights, starring Patrick Swayze? It is for a, like like three minutes. Yeah, three minutes. Uh, that's the best three minutes of the movies. Uh, <laughs> no, the movie. Uh, when we were watching it, we were like talking yeah. through the whole thing. Swayze's on screen. We're dead silent, silent. watching attentively. I think Ryan hushed us. <laughs> he just was like, Swayze, Swayze, Swayze. Here's the part. Don't Here's care about part. any of your bullshit you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Swayze's on screen, so we're quiet now. Yeah. Everyone's silent. Uh, I. There's no reason for me to watch this ever again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of those I clip. Yeah, yeah, you're not even a reason. Why <laughs> I think Emily's the reason can, to watch. Literally, it Jenny's pointing at me. Yeah, you can uh, you can pop it in, but I'll be reading or. When I'm out. pregnant, I'm gonna make you watch this <laughs> because those are just like rules don't apply at that point. Yeah. Honor exclusive, Ryan. What did you like about? Dirty Dancing. The end. <laughs> I don't, like the end is like the worst part because it just kind of like it's yeah, but it's, it like, means it's over. In there. You, you like Patrick Swayze? You can't act it's like true. you didn't. Yeah, I like I like Swayze, but like I'd say, I'll I'll, well, I'll give it this. And it's scary as hell. I made a, I made a comment when we were watching the movie that if this movie would have like been made two or three years after the original Dirty Dancing, it probably would have been viewed better. It would have been like Mannequin Two to Mannequin. Yeah, or. Splash two. See, I disagree with you. Though. I don't know. I was I just trying to ride on my comment from earlier, <laughs> like previous episodes. But I think that it wouldn't have been perceived well because it's too much like the original. People would have just been like, "What is this?" Like, it's literally you follow well, the same that's how map se- of that's everything. How, like, it is a lot of sequels do though. But it's not meant to be a sequel. I don't think the whole point of this is that they're trying to reach a different kind of audience. It doesn't have a two, but it's it doesn't. Same. No, it's a different. Mm-hmm. But I feel like 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 it, it was a colossal miscalculation. It was that like that if you're trying that this felt like like a cheap cash in. If this was just called Havana Nights, I might have been much more inclined yeah. to enjoy it. Okay. If it was just about mm-hmm. like oh this girl, I'd be like oh this is just Dirty Dancing. Okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But to try and capitalize on mm-hmm. Dirty Dancing, it just it just seems like you know it's like comparing yourself to something so good and you know you're not that good. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I, I, I like I, I I enjoyed this movie enough that I wasn't like this is bullshit and I hate it. I'm like this is happening. I like that actor. Um, I'm not sure what's happening here. This dancing's okay. Oh, oh, let me bring it to this. So Jenny showed me a movie that I'd never seen before the other week. It was a movie that I'd avoided, even though it's exactly at my wheelhouse. Listeners will know that I'm a trained ballroom dancer. This is not one of my rare not jokes, and I don't really care for the director Baz Luhrmann. But Jenny like 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 strapped me to the chair and said, "We're watching Strictly Ballroom, which is an outstanding movie about ballroom dancing. It's really it's as I don't know if it's as good as Dirty Dancing, but it's as charming and it's strange and it's lovable. And this just felt kind of like like a cash in, which is the worst thing about it." I think that maybe this was like producers, like Lawrence Bender was apparently an awful human being, uh, which is just such so, so strange to know. But like I I, if I, I, I don't like the addition of hip hop and Maya, and I felt like this movie was just kind of like cobbled together using duct tape. It just seems aimless. That's yeah. uh, it's a it's a, a missed opportunity because I'm I'm sure there's a way you can do a dirty dancing sequel and have it be 
a good movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It just it like show the attentiveness and care and reverence for the original and go for a sequel. Have fun with it, but yeah. don't try and make it the exact same movie and then it's only different because it takes place in Cuba instead of mm-hmm. like Middle America. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like it felt aimless because it was over aimed. Like, yeah. yeah. Because you knew yes. here and here's the water scene and here's mm-hmm. this scene. You just could see from moment to moment. But the the the, the, the time the periods yeah. in between those like. Uh, moments you had to hit to make it a dirty dancing just yeah. weren't as interesting. Or... And the impacts don't land. I'm waiting for I'm like, okay, so where's the scene where they do the thing that I? Oh, did it pass already? I, it did pass. Okay. Yeah, where's where's the scene that yeah. makes me like wet, like Sword. get misty eyed? Yeah. You know, from watching, and there's no misty eyed moments. There's no there's no like real genuine emotion that it's getting across. And I that feel was like my... there, there, there's like there's like 30 pages of a script somewhere where it's Katie getting involved with the revolution and that would have been something, anything to make something happen. That would have been it's, cool. That would have been cool. Like she actually really gets involved and she sends off like maybe, um, maybe uh, Javier is a revolutionary proper and she has to help him escape. Instead, she just she, lost her bag of books. Yeah. For she, temporarily. Yeah. Instead, she, she, brought just, him back. she wants mm-hmm. to dance and then her boyfriend gets has a conversation with his brother and then bye yeah oh what? and the conversation with the brother i didn't really understand any of the it subtitles in the dvd weren't working yeah mm-hmm. the subtitles didn't work and i think it's because we had subs on and then it was like double oh, subs. So i'm sure the sense. movie probably had its subtitles but but it didn't yeah. like, yeah, like, one oye. yeah you want to like see what they're saying <laughs> yeah. but we're already doing that and the movie has it so we're not going to do mm-hmm. it twice so you're not getting any of it you're not yeah. getting anything I wanted to like this movie more. I was I, yeah. I said before that like, I would love this movie to surprise me to be like a full blooded, wonderful, charming movie like Strictly Ballroom was. That movie's so fucking good. It really is. I, I love dancing movies and like, like um I always tell people about. I saw one of my favorite movies of all time is Roll Bounce. It's um Lil Bow Wow and Nick Cannon and Shia McBride and they do roller disco in the seventies. And you think it's gonna be the stupid ass movie? Instead it's like dirty dancing. It's a charming story about someone growing up, finding love and facing the realities of what it's like to be an adult. Plus dancing and it's good. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. Generally, uh, watch the movie, yes, please. I'll watch it. Yes, I. It's recorded. I was really relieved when we watched Strictly Ballroom, and that it was still good. You know, like <laughs> one of since we have been watching a really long time, and suddenly you put it in, and then it's not what you remembered. Yeah. And you're a little embarrassed mm-hmm. that you talked up the movie, mm-hmm. and so that was a huge relief to me. Oh, and I, it was actually a little weirder than I remembered. Yeah, which yeah. I didn't expect. I thought I would remember it being weird. But there's it a lot was of weird, weird like, in a charming Priscilla, way. Queen of the Desert kind of Australian. It's Australian. Okay. So this is kind of this yeah. weird Australian like ostentatiousness to it. This weird like kitsch to it. It's really it's, it's really very cool. kitschy. Yeah. Do you guys want to watch the trailer on air? Yes. All right. <laughs> We're a fun show. On air trailer. On air trailers. Oh. Where's an ad first? Had to. Yeah. Huh? Oh, yeah. As long as GPS can still get you lost, you can count on Geico saving folks money. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. You don't get too much. I'm joking. He had the world at his feet. He had the moves. Flashy, crowd pleasing steps. He had the magic. I keep asking myself why. Did I fail in this 
He had the music. The Pogo Pogo room, do you remember? Tango, please! The one thing he needed was a partner. Stay calm, Liz. Stay calm. Piss off! Liz! I'm not dancing with you till you dance like you're supposed to! I thought that what they danced was wonderful. Hi, Liz, I thought you should quit. That was unexpected. What's wrong with me? What is so wrong with the way I dance? He has really nice dance. dance. The rum is the dance of love. I want to dance with you your way. Look at me like you're in love. That's it. Now everything's theirs for the taking. But you won't win if you don't have a partner. I've never I'm seen a character skin here. What's Marilyn Rice doing? Make the right move. What the bloody hell is going on? It's no use. I'll never be like you. I don't want you to be like them. The theatricality of it reminds me of uh, Phantom of the Paradise. I was totally. literally just going to say it's that. It's so silly and sweet. Like, it yeah. seems so silly. And it's it like, I was but so. It's, really, it's endearing. While watching um, Three Dancing Havana Nights, I'm like, I'm thinking about Strictly Ballroom, and I'm like, Strictly Ballroom was a thing where I'm, it's, it's going on for like half an hour, and I'm like, oh, I wonder where this movie's gonna end. I don't know where it's gonna go next. And then it follows this wonderful story where he fails and learns to dance, and someone who you think's a bad character becomes a good character, and vice versa. And it, like by the end, you're like, yes, I knew it. That's awesome. It builds up perfectly. And in Havana Nights, I don't, I don't know what, what was supposed to happen. Yeah. Like like five minutes before it ended, I was like, guys, what if the movie ends now? I I don't know what's gonna end. And then it did. And you're like, yeah. oh god. Like oh wait. Okay, but Emily, what do you love about Havana Nights? Yes. Oh, oh God. See, the sad part is, is that I think I love this, like, so this is a really long time ago because I'm showing my age here, but I think I loved this as a teenager right when it came out. I mm-hmm. think that I liked the story because it was the adventurous side of, um, like, she's going to the wrong side of the tracks and mm-hmm. she's doing, like, and she's learning how to, like, dirty dance and she's doing with all this stuff. Ethnic. Yeah, with, with oh, this boy yeah. who they keep calling the pool boy. Um, and as an adult, like when you were talking about being like, when you were sitting with Gabe and you were like, I don't know if he's actually going to like this. Like, is this something I'm going to be embarrassed about when we watch again? And I've watched this since I was 14, clearly. Um, but I think that watching it with everybody else, I'm like, oh my God, I actually am embarrassed that I liked this movie because it's not that it was... Never be embarrassed of the things you like. No, no, no. Because it's not, it's not really something that... At, like as an adult, I'm like watching it, and I'm like, oh my god, because <laughs> I think the difference with like what we just watched with Strictly Ballroom is that it is supposed to have like this charismatic part of it where people are like, this is weird, and that's why I like it. Where they took this really seriously, like they were taking on really serious topics mm-hmm. of like the revolution, and then kind of throwing it in there as like backwash, and then saying, okay, we're just gonna dance on top of it, like everything's fine, like. Who cares that all these like American companies are here and we're having this dead bodies in the streets? Yeah, like thirty six hours. This movie, exactly. Mm -hmm. Like they talk about like people's parents dying in this movie, and it's like "Mm," like brushing it off their shoulders. Like it's fine. We're just gonna dance away. We have dancing. Like that's not the reality of what Mm -hmm. that time in the world in their world was. Like if I was an individual who lived in Cuba at that time, I'd be pissed about this movie. Honestly, probably, because you're not hitting, like, the important parts of that they're trying to 
almost like capitalize in a sense. I, I admire the effort that they wanted to do something bigger mm-hmm. and they just c- couldn't pull it off. Yeah. That I, I think it, it's it's a weird movie that like it's the end, end of the movie voiceover and it's like, and we, we say never saw each other again. Or yeah. I'm like, yeah. But it was not. Don't tease me for yeah. another one of these. What did they say? You like did. it wasn't. <laughs> and and no one. What if they do a sequel now? Yeah. Now that Cuba's open to the people, Ryan, you want to write this for me? Uh no. Havana Nights Two. Havana Days. Havana Days. Havana Days. Yeah. It would be like okay. the days Havana Mornings. Okay. Havana Mornings. The dawn of a new day. Yes. Yeah, this could be like oh, your uh, Linklater trilogy. Yes. Oh man. Bring it back. No, I don't even know what they would do with that. Mm-hmm. Like, the only like thing you can was... do is just double down on the stupidity and the racism <laughs> and set it in like 1820 in Georgia. Oh. Did they outlander it? I don't know how that. I'm just. We're gonna find a way. Yeah, we'll find a way. We're gonna make millions. So, when you were a teenager, did it feel exciting to you? Did it feel. Oh, like what was happening? Yeah. I like think when you so. watched it for the first time. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, I love this love story. Oh. It's did so... you see it in theaters or just did you get it on like home video? No, I think my mom was at somewhere. Probably like Best Buy or I don't know if. I think maybe, maybe Target was open then. I don't really know. And um, she. I don't know. It was before Target. Kids. It was the dark times in the world. And I think she's like, oh, this is kind of like Dirty Dancing. And I, like, it says Dirty Dancing on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, I, and I said, oh, okay. And I watch it and I was like, oh my God. Like, I, I feel like it, like, I just, I don't know. I like. Do you think the tag on the front is what sold your mom? <laughs> no, I think. Oh my God. Better than the original. No, this think, guy said so. I think that it just, because it was. It was Dirty Dancing. Like, I grew up watching Dirty mm. Dancing, which is really messed up, if you Why think about that? it. No. So, like, when... I, no, like, Everyone I was, grew up watching Dirty Dancing. No, like... I Unless was, you were a boy, like us, and we only watched... But well, I didn't see Dirty Dancing for the first time, like, a couple years ago. Oh, no. Like, we... I had it on VHS. Like, it was one of my mom's favorite movies, and... I watched it all the time. Like it was my, fi- it was one of my favorites. It was like up. that and the Bodyguard, right? It was that, the Bodyguard, and the Wizard, and the Wizard of Oz. Those were the three. Oh, those movies. are the three right. movies. That I, that's awesome. That's like, a that great was, triple feature. Yeah, that was my childhood. Was like Dirty Dancing, um, the Bodyguard. Yeah, which you, could, you could do a I grew lot up the worse. Wizard of Oz. And the Wizard of Oz. And no, this is really interesting yeah. to me. Like Ryan and I, we're grown ass men who saw Dirty Dancing as adults, mm-hmm. and we're like, oh fuck, this movie's great. Mm-hmm. So he and I have no perspective on why would it be messed up for a teenage girl to be real besides the older man thing. I wasn't a teenage girl though. That was the sad part. Like I was probably because what year did that movie come out? Eighty six. Oh yeah. So it came out before I was born. I had to have been because my dad showed me like like when we watched movies, it wasn't like Ryan talks about movie time. Like it was this like crazy thing. When I was little, I had movie time, too. So it was like watching Twister when I was six. Like, scare the shit out of me. Um, Watching Dirty Dancing when I was six. So the ideal of... 87, sorry. Close. Like, the idea... Oh, that makes sense. The 30th anniversary. Oh, yeah. The ideas of, like, this young... Because in that movie, she's only 16 years old. No, she's 18. In that movie? Yeah. She's going to college. Yeah, she was going to college. Oh, okay. She graduated high school. Okay, so... I take that back. So when she's so, but still, so she's this she eighteen year old. Eighteen or else, that's a very different movie. Right, yeah. and I think that I wasn't. It was the fifties. <laughs> it was a different time. But being this, like, watching it as a young girl, like, or like as a child, was that I didn't understand, like, that his 
partner in that was going through like an abortion. Like oh. she had an abortion with a freaking coat hanger and almost died essentially. Oh, yeah. Um, or like having these moments of like kind of like sneaking around mm-hmm. and being spontaneous and like not adult like this was not like a children's movie and here I am being little like oh I want to dance like that and that's all like, dirty yeah when you're six to, you do shouldn't you love be me? like wanting to dance like that I don't think I'm gonna be a horrible parent I know <laughs> so I mean and that was kind of here's Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah. you were three that's not gonna happen was a good Please don't call children and youth. Don't do it. We have no children. Little 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 Daigoro Snyder. Daigoro, yes. Yes. That's not happening either. His name would be Daigoro. Dude, we have a CC Snyder. Daigoro. CC Snyder. What's CC stand for? Um. So my grandfather who passed away in February, his name is was Charlie. Okay. So we have Charlie Carol Snyder. That's good. CC Snyder. She could be Charlie. She's gonna be Charlie. Chuckles. Hopefully. Chuckles. (laughs) Chaz. Wow, that took a serious turn. But yes. (laughs) Yeah. Back to movies. Back to movies. Jenny, what was your first experience of the original, amazing, best Dirty Dancing? Oh, it was in adulthood. I didn't see it as a teenager. I don't, I, I wish I could tell you exactly <laughs> when. I don't think it was that impactful for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure my first experience of it was on TV. Mm-hmm. So I did not see TBS. Yes. You know, they saw the edited. For television. Mm. I mean, it's not that much they can be cut out. No, but just shortened. It would have been, I yeah. think it was innocuous. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that with like but... certain movies on TV lately where like they like they cut scenes down like just a little bit. And yeah. I'll lose like that one piece of dialogue I yeah. love. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I think on the TV version, they cut down a lot of when she does get the abortion. And like right before that, I, I think, think so, they yeah. really cut that down. That well, I think that's cruel to Jerry Orbach who gets these wonderful moments. Yeah. There's a very late emotional scene, yeah. like Burgess. There was no that scene in this movie. There was no point. Every time uh, Roger Sterling, was proud of her the yeah, whole way through. Every time Roger mm-hmm. Sterling had disagreement with her, it was like, 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 what's how to not write a movie? Um, you have a conflict scene. You don't end it with, oh, I don't really care that much. Like it's fine. Yeah. We're gonna videotape you in the Cuban, um, yeah. rest, in the Cuban clubs, dancing provocatively yeah. with your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. We're leaving. Yeah, here. they're there with the camera. He's, he's not staying. <laughs> he's in. He's, he's staying there. We're not taking him. Like you have to have that thing where it's like, I'm sorry, I'm not who you thought I was, but you let me down. Too. I'm getting emotional thinking about that. It's very, it's a very oh, powerful that's scene. Oh, it's such a good it's scene. A really I loved him in that. Oh, it's so good. He reminded me of my grandfather in that of like when he's sitting watching the water yeah. and he's just like very silent and. I I remember. Yeah, who I thought he's you were, baby. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and he's just like, like livid with her. Yeah. yeah that was such a good. He just part. plays it like ice, though. Just like yes. And then he's just such like a breaks guy. a little oh. bit. Oh, so good. And you guys know that Jerry Orbach donated his eyes after he died. Really? You find no. that person. Yeah. There's cry. a like in New York. There's subway ads where it's always like, you know, Jerry Orbach from Law and Order. He gave his eyes so someone could see. So his eyes are. Someone as Jerry Orbach. There? Those twitching, those tearing up eyes from Jerry Dancing. Someone's eyes. I mean, can you can donate. Can donate their eyes? Like, what, can we pass can on Jerry Orbach's eyes forever? We should ask. Let's find out. I would, I would imagine so. I hope so. Because. It, it becomes part of you then. Like the neurons and all so the... I have questions about this, which I know is not to the point. No, we're all about but... it. We love tangents. I mean, what, well, what, I mean, the eyes would continue to age though, right? Oh, so would they? Do your eyes age? Well, yeah, you lose your vision. 
Yeah, but that's only if you have like a neurological thing, right? Like if you have cataracts. Wouldn't that or not come with the eyes though? But if you didn't, was, like if he wasn't car. predetermined for oh, that, then maybe you wouldn't. Like if you had healthy Can eyes. Can your eyes stay forever fresh and young? I don't know. So like, could you just keep donating eyes? Mm-hmm. Probably. Like 100 years. Probably, Jackson, probably 200 have years years old. 200 years. We'll just have too yeah. many eyes. Yeah. Or I mean, but box eyes. We'll just I don't know if people actually yeah. think... <laughs> That you can donate your eyes. Like, I don't know if that's a common known fact that when you donate, like, your body, like, if you're donating your full body, they can take everything. Anyone who's yeah. watched Grey's Anatomy knows this. Yeah, yeah. see, you're yeah. going far enough along. No, no, no. I did, yeah, I didn't, I didn't learn this from Grey's Anatomy, but um, from, like, Gift of Life. But- Learning. There's an episode coming where they did. Oh, God. Or how many Grey's cast people. Yeah. Oh, is that when he dies? Is that time? Mm-mm. No. Can't, can't be no. I mean, no, I know. It's no, no. Oh, oh that, 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 that big death doesn't happen until very later on. See, I, when I first like, I like how you're being careful. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm being it. careful. Um, I think when I first learned about like, well, I learned about this before, but um, watching uh, what is that? The Seven movie with Will Smith. Seven. Seven pounds. Yes. Seven pounds. <laughs> when he like Hancock donates his eyes to. Um, Willie Nelson is it? No, Willie, Willie Nelson? Not Willie Nelson. <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen this movie. Who's the guy that? No one in... has seen this movie. Yeah. Oh, you've never seen Seven Pounds. No, no one's seen Seven Pounds. Oh, I I actually like that movie. Another... Wait, wait, wait! I want to solve this mystery. Who is this person? Describe. Um, he's in. Um... Oh, what is that movie? This is fun, Ryan. <laughs> I challenge you to find it out first. He, he's in that Friends with Benefits movie that you hate. Ashton Kutcher? No. Damn. Justin Timberlake? No. So who's his who's his coworker? Who what? plays Steve his Buscemi? coworker? No. In in the Justin Timberlake version. I don't remember. I saw that movie. It's a good movie too. It's a I saw it and once. He's, and he's, no strings and he's gay. Yeah. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Um, Jenny Fisk. He was. No, I'm just gonna try to situate him in another. In another. What role. else was he in? What does he look like? He's in True Detective. He's Matthew McConaughey's partner. Well, Woody Harrelson? Yes. yes. That's it. Oh. How That's... did you not get that that quickly? That, 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 that's a pretty... <laughs> Willie... Willie... Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson. <laughs> Woody Harrelson. Woody... Yes. Wait, I... Yeah, Willie Nelson. So he donates... Yeah, Woody Harrelson. Writer of Crazy yeah. Bacazzi Yeah, of course. So he donates his eyes to Woody... To, yeah, to, mm-hmm. to Woody. Like, we're friends. So Woody's I know you. Hello, Woody. That's nice. So let's go to final thoughts about this movie. Um, let's start with our guests. Jenny, let's just start. Mm, How yeah. did you feel on the whole, um, slash our, file, our recommendation always is, if you walk into a bar mm-hmm. and you want to hang out for a bit and you walk in, you sit down and you discover on the TV, stuck in the VCR, for some reason it's a VCR, mm-hmm. it's Dirty Dancing Havana Nights. How do you feel about that? Very surprised that someone has it on VHS. Yes. And that they were putting it in a VCR. Yes. Yes. Um, so, yeah. I, I mean, I I don't have very strong feelings about it. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. Yeah, point Emily. I, mean, yes, I thought, yeah, I have, I have much stronger feelings about the dinner that you made. It was delicious. Thank you. Thanks for dessert. Yeah. Wow. It was amazing. We had a nice adult evening. And for salad. You guys yeah. did oh absolutely. You did open and close so dinner. So good. Yeah. yeah. High five. I did nothing. No. <laughs> I literally contributed nothing to this You're dinner. a giant dick. Yeah. You charmed. No, you brought, the, you brought the second bottle of wine. 
Oh, yeah. and I ran out last night at like 10 o'clock at night to go get like groceries. No, so his mission was to go get potatoes and he uh-huh. came back with steamable a whole bunch of vegetables that are in my freezer now. I hey. thought you needed more vegetables. I was like, I, she said steamable. <laughs> she wants them in the bag. I was like, okay, You're I know I need broth. But like, yeah. I'm so sad on yeah. vegetables. But he did get broth. So that's what, um, uh, Jenny sent me to get dessert and I bought, I brought, I bought, I bought <laughs> exactly six cookies. Because I thought they would be bigger than cookies. Yeah, he texted me. I was like, why don't you get some cookies and ice cream? And And I'm like, like, okay. like snow cookies. So I went to the bakery section. Six little cookies. Which are six individual cookies. They look good. But there are four of us. I was like, that's not even two per... (laughs) I was like, I'll have one. It's one and a half. It's fine. They look really good. So I got in the car and went... And we got these delicious treat. cakes instead. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that it was a very good cake. That was the first time <laughs> I had cool. them, mm-hmm. and it was very good. So. Rob, Emily, your thoughts? Bar, mm-hmm. you're alone. You want to have a drink and relax. Dirty Dancing Havana Nights is in the DVD player. What do you do? So do you want to know like the honest truth? Of course. Yeah. Okay. So the honest truth would be one. I would be punk rock. Kind of excited. You'd be excited. I would be excited. I'd be like, oh my god, I love this movie, and I would get everybody pumped up around me because <laughs> that's just two a.m. when we go to the bar. I make friends with everybody, um, and then I probably turn it into a drinking game. That's, All right. Like I would know like the points of it, and I would be like, okay, so we have to drink like every time like he, I don't know. It, like we could turn it into a drink. <laughs> it would, yeah, it would take it would take time, but I would definitely come up with a system. Every but, time there's some awkward voiceover. Yeah, like I, every time she looks like a real doll. Ooh, or um, every time she acts surprised by what she's seen, how <laughs> um, much is often in that movie. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Every time she looks confused. Yes, yeah, also very often. It definitely. I mean. Coming back to it as a like an adult, I'm kind of disappointed in it. I think more, and not even because like I feel like you guys like it has nothing to do with like how you guys approached it. It was just that I definitely think that there's way better movies out there. You should see Strictly Ballroom. I know I'm going to. And roll bounce. It also I'm also might have liked it because I also like the male lead in it. I just find him so attractive in this. I know I'm going to. Like I do. I find him very very attractive in this movie. Like he's that like like young swarthy sweaty young man. Yes. He's always sweaty in this movie and it's kind of hot. Cuba's a warm place. It's hot in Cuba. It is. Havana nights are hot. They yeah. are apparently. Summer loving, having a blast. Oh, Summer loving. No. Down in love. Get one of these out. <laughs> Ryan. Yes. The DVD player is stuck. All you want is a drink. Bartender is ambivalent. How do you feel about Havana nights in the DVD player? Oh, I'm probably gonna mute it so I don't have to listen <laughs> to it. And then I'll just hang out. And just have my one drink and be like, all right, man, um, thanks to the G&T. Which uh, bar has Streets of Fire stuck in it? Yeah. The next door, the one. I, again, I, I don't think this is a movie that was um, that is in my wheelhouse. I don't think I was meant to like this movie. Like, I love Dirty Dancing, the original, but, like, this is just, yeah. I don't like a lot of movies from, like, early 2000s to begin with, so I just, I have my own individual issues with it. I'm happy you like it. It's one of your favorites. I finally saw no, it's it. It's so. not. discussing this. It's one of my favorites. But. You like it a lot. It just happens to be really good. I liked it. it. It's entertainment. It's not like, oh my god, I can't believe you lost my copy of Havana Nights. Like, I might. <laughs> oh, 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 you just opened the door. I did. Uh, I opened the door. 
open Pandora's box. No, like, if you lost Nick and Nora, I'd probably, like, go buy another copy. If this got lost, um, like, in our move... Got disappeared. I would be upset with you because now I think you're doing it maliciously. <laughs> but I wouldn't be like, oh, okay, we need, I need to order it on Amazon. Like, it Ryan, just it's time to plan the perfect crime. Yeah, it's going to be when we move. I do. do oh, that. like, when we, like, finally leave here, I'm just going to leave the copy in the center of the room. <laughs> there nothing in this apartment. It'll go. In a copy of Dirty It'll go to Danny. Like, this is your gift from mm-hmm. us. And Danny will be like, what She'll the fuck? What happened in the apartment? <laughs> what happened here? she would be like, she'll Well, I guess now me. I have to get a garbage can. No, she would call <laughs> me and be like, you left this movie, and I loved it, because her and I, like, liked the same. She would, she would be into it. Nonsense. Gabriel. Yeah, if this came out, I'd be like, sure. And I'd probably watch it. I'd, I'd sit there. I'd enjoy it. It's fine. I don't know. I, I, I would be like, yo, dude, is the original on next? Because that would be awesome. It's like, uh, can I get a screwdriver? Because I bet I can get that out. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You would not. You get really negative, Nancy, when you talk about things you don't like. Mm. But not really. I just, but I, I just the like true it. question mm-hmm. is, is it better than the remake that they did on CW? I'm very, let's see if there's a trailer for that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Look at it. Is one of those like, live it. ones that they did? I don't think it was, was it? It wasn't. And and I was very disappointed because the boy that they chose to play um, Patrick Swayze character Johnny Castle yes he was the dancer for Pink that did that amazing um, American Music Awards um, you I don't know if you saw that so they did this amazing no. thing for Try oh he looks all wrong he was he was not a Johnny Castle all right ready yeah. Oh, no. One of the most beloved dance movies of all time becomes the next great television event. Is it a musical? Mm-hmm. They made a musical. Deborah Messi and Kenny Seagal? Comes the musical for a new era. Nobody puts baby in a corner. But it doesn't make any sense. Dirty Dancing, Wednesday, no. 8-20. Oh. Oh, guys, can, can either of you explain this to us? What does that line mean? What? Nobody, Nobody puts a baby in the corner? corner? Well, she was just sidelined, right? Like, oh. that she... That's how I would take it. Yeah, that... We were they, saying, like, how when you watch the movie, that line makes, like, no sense in the context of the movie. It makes perfect sense. Oh. It makes perfect sense. But yeah. she never complains about being sidelined in the movie. No, because her dad always sidelines her. Yeah. That's, yeah. like, the whole purpose is that he has fallen in love with this beautiful... Like, I thought she was younger, but this beautiful individual <laughs> who's coming woman. in. Yes, young woman who's coming into, like, her own, who he is, like, who he is willing to lose everything for. And here she is stuck in the corner next to her father, in between her father and her mother. Oh. Like, she is not supposed to be sidelined. She is the main She's attraction. She's star. She is but the star. They don't see her as being in the center room. And, you know, it's a sister that's up on stage, even though she's ridiculous. Oh, and, my God, I loved her. And, oh, I see. Yeah. Ryan, I guess you and I just are wrong. understand. We're wrong. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Okay, minute. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I loved her, like, pink, or her purple bra. And she got a moment. <laughs> you even like that character. What a great movie. Anyway, um, so that's that for the thing. We'll be back. We're going on break. Danny's going to try and sell you some shit. Yeah. And then we'll be back with some more tangents. Ladies, would you like to join us with this? All you have to say is, uh, fuck you, Danny. Three... Two, one. Fuck you, Danny! 
Hey everybody, my name is Daniel, and I want to tell you about another Top Gallant Radio show. Do you like movies? Good! I like movies too, but the show isn't about movies. Do you like books? Good, because in Slow Readers, we discuss books. Gabe, do you like reading? Hate it. I've always hated it. Every episode covers a different book, such as Animal Farm. Um, I was also making ties with another empire. Uh-oh. Um, the Sith. Because, yep, uh, basically, uh, the Emperor Palpatine was Napoleon <laughs> Blackwater. Oh my god, this this book is so painful. Yeah. I had to put it down repeatedly just to catch my breath. Yeah, yeah, no, I know what, I know what that's like. And truly, our... You were in a car that landed in Blackwater? Yeah, I dude, I know. I fucking killed a woman. You like fought? This. Uh, <laughs> you, oh, okay, never mind. Um, Wrong side. Do you not like reading books? Well, that's also okay, because you get to hang out with two pretty cool dudes. Join me, your host Daniel. She's like a pretty intelligent kid. Cause like her reaction to that is like, you never read the giver? You work in a bookstore. And and I and I was like really close to just snapping her just going like, listen girl, I read a lot of other books, okay? <laughs> and my co-host Gabriel Mara, who co-hosts Sex and Violence. You love that guy, right? On air challenge, slow readers exclusive. Slow readers exclusive. Can Gabe fit Gone Girl up his ass? <laughs> then you get hours and hours and hours of access to us rambling about various topics, such as politics. Gabe, what do you think about Donald Trump launching missiles? Let's hear it. No, but our one run in with the police. I took a breath to start. I'm like, no. <laughs> no, no, not going nope. that way. We're not a political podcast. Nope. Uh, we're just, we're just milk chugging right wingers though. <laughs> milk chugging. And books into the water. Pledged. Feral to arms. The magicians. Wise blood. Ethan from. An object of beauty. So go ahead, continue enjoying sex and violence the hot-ass Top Gallant radio show about movies and punk rock stuff. And then when you're done with that, go ahead and button your dress shirt up to the neck, to the throat area, and then go ahead and give Slow Readers a spin. Go search iTunes and search up the name Slow Readers. Check us out. Slow Readers comes out every Monday. You can also check us out on Twitter at Top Gallant Radio. Oh, what a great ad. What a great ad. Good job, Dan. I gotta make As a always. new one. Yeah. I just don't want to listen back to all the episodes and try and find funny clips. Oh, dude, yeah. Can we, can we get an intern? That's you. You're, Damn it. You're, you're, you're the production side, dude. Yeah, all right, I'm on it. Shit. Okay. So, segment two. Mm-hmm. Have you seen anything fun this week? Anything? Uh, well, speaking of Diego Luna mm. and Itomo Tambien, Jenny... Who has impeccable taste, my Adam, not just trying to butter her up, mm-hmm. has introduced me to the Amazon Prime series, Mozart in the Jungle, produced and created by Jason Schwartzman, starring Gal Garcia Bernal. Gideon Graves himself? Yeah, Triple G, baby. I don't know anything that Gideon Graves saying. from uh, Scott Pilgrim, the, the last bad guy. Oh, yeah. or Rushmore. The evil, evil ass. Um, I think what's what's something you'd have seen as Jason Schwartz. No, I know Scott Pilgrim. That was our first movie together. Oh, yeah. Good. That's why we have the poster. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Mm-hmm. But it's any U.S. Anderson movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically, all of them. Bored to death. Yeah, bored to death. Love bored to death. I love bored to death. I actually See? hated yeah. that show. You hated bored I don't, to I don't, death. I do not understand why Ted Danson is <gasps> Ted Danson is a highlight. I couldn't. I don't. And Zach Galifianakis the first time Janet, he's doing that thing. The, oh the yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite character. It's a great. It's, it. it's zany. You don't, I, I think you don't like you're coming in stuff, with though. all sorts of hot opinions today. I know. No, I. <laughs> I know. I can't say I hated it. So I find. I don't know. I have a hard time sometimes with. Um, which I don't know why this is. It's just like a personal flaw. Is um, 
humor that is surrounded by like drug use. Interesting. I don't know why. It's just a personal. So you don't like boogie nights? No. Not as much as I, I should, because he makes me watch it all the time. Sure. What I really like about Bored to Death and what I like about Mozart in the Jungle is it's really earnest humor. It's sincere. Mm-hmm. There's a, It's not ironic, and this is kind of the age of ironic humor, mm-hmm. you know, with The Office and 30 Rock. And this one, everything is straightforward. It's not mean. And that's what I really like about it. Yeah. yeah the episodes are never, like, the, what's happening in the story is never contrived, which is mm-hmm. a wonderful thing. Like, you've, like, there's a, there's, so it starts off with a rivalry between uh, mm-hmm. Alex the Large of Clockwork Orange, uh, Malcolm McDowell, and mm-hmm. Gal Garcia Bernal. Like, you know, um, Malcolm McDonald is, like, the, the veteran older conductor of the, the old New maestro. York, old maestro of the uh, New York Symphony. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Galgarcia Bernal is like this rock star, ridiculous, eccentric conductor, young, young sexy nice conductor, job. who comes in to replace him. And you think it's going to become this kind of annoying sitcom-y thing where Malcolm McDowell keeps on acting bitter and tricks an Mexican asshole. No, instead it's a genuine story about professionals and human beings who aren't evil. They're just people who have the genuine fears. And it happens to be in the context of classical music in New York mm-hmm. and the weird personal trials and tribulations of someone who's forced to play oboe in a sticks musical for a living. Mm-hmm. It's really, really charming. It's really good. You should check that out. It's on Amazon we Prime. Have we should do hey. yeah, We have Prime. We have Prime. I'm also, the 30 minute episode, so it's oh, short. It's oh, really, really enjoyable. Really See, and that's, that's where I think like it's important with like those mini series and like the ser- well not that's probably not a mini series but like those series of um like I just rewatched True Detective the other day while Ryan was sleeping because mm-hmm. um, I woke up at five o'clock in the morning so I watched like the whole first season of True Detective. You should watch Veronica Mars. No, I see. Uh, I've seen. I've seen that. Um, I don't like it. I, no, I do like it. I think it's it's phenomenal. Like I yeah. think that it hit like really Uh-oh. good points in like. <laughs> She's gonna say that Jessica Jones is better next though. That's fine. I do like Jessica That's Jones. That's fine. Like, yeah. I can't. Um, but I think that when you're doing series like that and you're making shows the way that they make shows now, it's important to have those thirty minute episodes because after an hour, I'm like, this is a Too long. fucking movie. Those you want Grey's Anatomy? You want this little potato chips yes. of an episode? Yes, like pop. Oh my god, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. and then you have like what we talked about before of like hitting the climax. Like you're like that's such an important part. Like it's. Mm-hmm. That 30-minute episode, you get a climax within that 30-minute mm-hmm. episode. When you're watching an hour episode of True Detective, I'm kind of like, okay, like I'm still <laughs> waiting for this amazing epiphany to happen. It's and like starting yeah. a two-mile run. You're like, no matter how long you've been running, you're like, oh, my God, how much longer do I have to do? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, See, with True Detective, I wouldn't even say that. Because, like, like, personally, I love every episode of True Detective, so I would gladly sit there for, like, an eight hours and just be like, yep, here we go. Did Click. you see that yet? No. You, it's a good psychological, true, like, it's a thriller and a suspense within itself. And, I mean, it, it's hard to watch. There's some episodes where you're like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. In, in a way, That's it's... That's kind of it's, why I've avoided it. It's, it's, it's the best good, cosmic heart, modern cosmic horror story. Not like not like Cthulhu cosmic, mm-hmm. but like nihilistic universe abyss yeah. cosmic horror. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty fabulous. Impressive. And like, I just love those two leads. They're cool. And the dynamic between them is... After the time like, jump, that show just like... Yeah. For me. But see Mozart in the Jungle. Yeah. It's yeah, we're so fucking charming. It's yeah. really, really good. Right. And you can enjoy them in little bits. I feel like something like Grey's Anatomy, I I, I had to, I would watch it like four hours at a time mm-hmm. and you'd be exhausted after two. Like you couldn't go on any further. No, that's what I do. And I do it in like 
in four episodes, like we we've kind of hit that too with Black Mirror. I don't know if you guys. Have I can't watch that show. That's it's freaking. It's too much. It's, it is. We watch two episodes you, and we're so like disturbed. You will be left like emotionally bereft. We're Got it. we're drained. Like, I yeah. could not take it. Like it's uh the, like the one thing we did the one time when we watched um House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects back to back. Oh boy. And yeah. like we just ended it and we're like I need, I need a, a shower. shower. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, I, Let's take a walk in the summer light. Yeah. Do you want to take a walk in like I think that's actually what we did. Yeah, like I think we, we walked. I think we walked we to McCarthy's. Went to McCarthy's. We're like, we had, let's go drink. Yeah, we had dessert. <laughs> You could watch Mozart in a Jungle. Okay. It'll bring you back from the edge. Yes. It's it was warm, from the darkness. Funny, charming story. Gal Barnell has a wonderful comedic timing, mm-hmm. and he's, he's very so funny good at too. delivering lines that are almost under his breath mm-hmm. and that are just. Yes. Yeah. Right. Watch the pilot. It's, it's half an hour and it's so good. Mm-hmm. How about you guys? Have you seen anything new besides or you watch a True Detective? Uh, we watched the Super Bowl. Hey. <laughs> um. Have I watched anything new? Have you? Oh We've, yeah, I watched an older movie. Um, the final it's on older. Netflix. Um, it has I forget the name of it. Shit. You're really bad at this game. I'm so bad at this uh, game. No, um, it's fun for us. What it was it? like Heaven something. It had uh, Kate Heaven's Hudson. Gate. No, it had Kate Hudson in it, and uh, I forget. Oh, you told it. me about this because I was I made a comment. Kate yeah. Hudson in Heaven. Yes, and and it's based in New Orleans, which was really fun because they actually filmed it in New Orleans. Skeleton Key? No, no. But, <laughs> but we watched Get, Get Out. Out. That's what we should oh, talk about. Oh, I haven't what? seen it. The actual F. Have you not seen it? Oh, no. It's so wait, 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 how'd you guys feel about it? I hated it. You man. hated it? It got oh way, God. I think it just got way too hyped for me. So I'm sorry. Oh, man. They already made this movie. It's called The Skeleton Key. <laughs> Is it Skeleton Oh, really? That's what that's about? So swap it. it. She was she was telling me the whole. Oh. Spoilers. Well, are you gonna watch oh, the Skeleton Key? No, no, she, but she I'm gonna watch Get Out. Yeah. Yeah. Did I you ever see Skeleton Key? No. Okay, good. So so then you won't get. But you've seen Skeleton Key. Mm-mm. Oh my god. I know what okay. happens though. Okay, so it's literally swapped. It's what? literally the same concept Gen- of a movie. Gen- no, but it's so funny terms. and it's so what? General terms. Concept. I said. I can't say concept. Is that above? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's above. Why? Well, Jenny, she doesn't know what skeleton keys all about, so. <clears throat> yeah, so that's a, it's okay. It's it's literally the it's the same. I can't believe you hate it. word. What? No, no, I can't say it now. What's the S word? Skeleton key? No. Never mind. Same. We'll do this later. The same? Uh, Gabe, do you yes. want to tell them what Swap. you bought, started yeah. watching uh. with my PBS login? Oh, man, every guys. time. Is it Downtown <laughs> Abbey? Oh, you're down, he Werner wants Hertz to watch. Hug or whatever that, what's the, the director you were trying to get me to watch with you? The eight-hour-long war? There's several. <laughs> yeah, you were trying to get it as a recurring segment. War? You mean The Human Condition by Masaki Kobayashi? No, it's something else. An eight-hour war thing? Oh, the Ken Burns thing? That's it, Ken Burns. Uh, I was trying to persuade Ryan to doing a new segment of me where every week we'd watch an episode of Ken Burns' mm-hmm. Vietnam. Oh. Like but they're like, it's how long is it? It's not eight it's hours. Like, it's like it's, sixteen hours. Yeah, it's, it's long. long. And I was like, Gabe, I like we had this segment early on where we were trying to do, assign each other homework, mm-hmm. and I did one, and I was like, I'm not doing this. I, mm-hmm. I hate. I can't do it. Okay, being forced to watch something. Yeah, I did start watching Pole Dark, which is pretty great. What is that? Pole Dark is the story of a young 
extraordinarily, unbelievably handsome British man who's kind of a Westerl. Played by Aiden Turner. Played by Aiden Turner from Being Human. I don't know if you're familiar. Ooh, is he the um, the vampire? He's the vampire in Being Human. Ooh, he's very, the, yeah, the, very British, the British man. one, not the American Gabe's one. Gabe's no, 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 the British one. unbelievably Yeah, <laughs> as, as, as Jenny knows, I say, as unbearably attractive. Yes. He's, he's like a ridiculously sexy dude. Attractive. He's like, he's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's about him. He starts out as kind of like a wastrel. He's in the Viet- he's in the Vietnam War. He's in the Revolutionary <laughs> War as a red coat, and you know he was sent there instead of going to prison, and he gets wounded in the war. And when he comes back to Britain as an older, wiser, slightly more jaded, realistic man, he discovers that his estate's ruined. His father's dead. His fiance has married his cousin, and he kind of has nothing left. So it's about unbelievably except sexy, except for his looks, which no one talks about. Like if any, if that guy walked into literally any room in the world, he'd be like, "Holy fuck, dude, you are unbelievably handsome," and he'd be like, "Shucks," and you're like, "Fuck you for being so modest about it." But it's about him and how he tries to rebuild his family name and his family business oh. and fall in love again. And it goes like the the we're only in episode three and like like months go between an yeah episode. like Jane the Virgin style somehow entire season long arcs are happening in episodes. They're like, what the fuck? What? We okay. were in, we were in DC this past weekend and we would be out and Gabe would be like, do you want to go back to the hotel room? And watch Pole Dark. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> and you were like, really? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes kind I of. Kind yes. Of. It reminds me of um, we we started like because you guys are doing that together. It reminds me of the Alienist. So Ryan, and oh I have yeah, been watching we're responsible the Alienist. The Alienist. Yeah, it's so good. it's it's absolutely phenomenal. Mm. Um, it's very so it's on TBS. Let's watch the trailer. On yeah, Monday I didn't expect nights. it to be this good it's for the network. Absolutely on, but it's, phenomenal. Hmm. And then let's watch the trailer for Pole Dark. Okay. Dakota Fanning, Luke Evans, Daniel Brühl. In the 19th century, the mentally ill were thought to be alienated from something. Experts who studied them are known as Blade Runners. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Close. I'm certain cold-blooded killers See, born. Over onto us. 
That looks really good. Oh my god, it's, it's so good. It's pretty great, and I'm, yeah, like, I'm... Ryan I'm, was like, I don't know if I'm going to like it. Yeah, and then kids started dying, and I was like, this is <laughs> right, right in my alley. So it's all you need of, in a show. It's, it's all I need. It's just so full of, like, sociopathic tendencies of, like, behind the scenes of what yeah. it, it it makes you think it brings out like emotions in you like they're they're mm. he's it's jack the ripper but instead of killing female prostitutes he's killing, killing boy young whores. dj boy and, and there's moments where you're like oh my god there's like the last episode that we watched yeah. we missed monday because i came home and was exhausted but so we record them but he's literally in a brothel with all these young boys who are prostitutes and it you feel dirty like yeah, it felt so yeah, dirty, like and and to me, that's like a director and a producer doing their like job. Like yeah. you're supposed really to feel dirty in, there, in that moment. Like yeah. this is disgusting, and mm-hmm. how were people putting themselves in these situations? And it was it. It reminds me a lot it. of um, Mindhunter, which we watched Ooh, earlier. This year. Yeah. So awesome. yeah, Mindhunter is great too. It's like. You know, Mindhunter takes place like the '70s, so maybe it's we just like ser- we love serial, serial killer killers. period pieces. <laughs> we love serial like killers. Daniel has gone on record in saying he thinks you guys mm-hmm. are weird for being obsessed with serial killers. We love see because I think that it's so um, like before I started my my like where I'm at now, like mm-hmm. on my journey of like work, is that I. Uh, Michelle Monaghan is an alienist for a living. <laughs> no, uh, I wish. Um, I studied, I took out every single book that my hometown library had on serial killers because, not because I was a weird child. Well, I probably was a weird <laughs> child. by the FBI. Probably. Yeah, they're still watching. But them. I loved forensic psychology. I loved mm-hmm. that they put themselves within like these people's minds of like, how could you do that to another person? Like, how could you physically do that to another person? Like, Mm -hmm. where is your mind saying that that's okay? And I, like, this show that they just came out with, it just, like, it hits on all of those points of, like, how, why do people think this way? How, why do people act this way? And And I I like seeing how they get caught. Yeah. I like, I like following, like, the police procedural aspect of how they catch the killer. Oh, totally. So, like, our two, like, angles of why we like it align, because she's more, like, the psychological and then, you know. Cop angle. You, you, it makes sure that you guys would be an awesome like setup for um, Emily's totally a serial killer, and you're the detective as the finder, and neither of you knows about it. It's all undercover shit, and you guys are married. I so it's th- like I Mr. Was, and Mrs. Smith, but with but serial, serial no, killers. I was thinking more along the lines of uh, Gone Baby Gone because oh, yeah. Michelle Monaghan. That's sh- Casey Affleck. What? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, because she kills her baby, and then that's it. No, no, the, they're detectives. They're oh, yeah, detectives. okay. Let's just talk about Gone Girl for a second. I'm like, no, wait, what? Gone I thought that was going to be gone. Yeah. Yeah. What oh, was okay. the, sh- the show with Gillian Anderson? Xbox? No. no. The, the, the Fall? Oh, The Fall. The Fall. Yeah. Did you watch Ooh, The Fall? Which, um, no. Dorian, or the guy who plays Christian Grey in the Fifty Shades uh, movie. That's why I watched it. There we go. That's why I watched it. Let's just stick around for Charlie Helms. Oh, yeah. Okay, and here's Poldark's thing, and then let's call it, because this is a long episode. This is Poldark. Oh, Isn't he like absurdly handsome? So hot. My boy is to be married. Who's it to be? It's a very it modern sounding trailer. It is. It's a weird trailer. This is a, this is a fan trailer. I hate that kind of thing. Beavis, is, is no, really I think that's a, that's a fake trailer. Fake mm. news, everyone. 
That was definitely <laughs> my I was like, wow, there's some hip hop in this shit. Yeah. yeah. It's like Sons of Anarchy, but yeah, in the war. PBS warm. is going in some new directions. Yeah. Cool. Some I mean, ad. TNT went in some new directions. So has Fox. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe this? There's some possibilities. This looks legit. This is Match Beast Theater. Okay. Ross Paul Dark returns to McDonald's. I'm McDonald's. To find his world in ruins. She means his business. Father dead, She's really The family cool. business closed, his house She's wrecked, amazing. and his sweetheart engaged to marry his cousin. But he also finds that hope and love can be found when you least expect it. Dark is a new production of one of the most popular series ever shown on Masterpiece. Starring the Hobbits, Aiden Turner, Dark is a sweeping romantic saga yeah, her set facial expressions are getting, like, angry. Let's watch mm-hmm. some scenes as we hear from the cast about the series. Oh, so we'll see. Well, you guys the point. Is He's extremely handsome and he does things. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, that's all right, right? Yeah, about it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we don't have any plans for next one. No, no, um, maybe a marathon. Maybe a marathon. You guys should watch uh, Center Stage. <laughs> maybe fame, if anything. Famous sexy. Fame. Famous grody. Yeah. All like... that jazz is grody. We're kind Ooh, of like Chicago. We're kind of like semi-formatting. Sure. We just haven't done. This is kind of like sex, punk, rock, and the last two we did were yeah. violent. Yeah. <laughs> is this a... oh, boy. <laughs> Um, well, yeah. actually, though, next week we will be, in fact, um, doing a My Grody Valentine. Okay. Um, Sean Hayes of The Whip Around, the podcast for Love the Whip Around. Guys. Please listen to The Whip Around. It's another wonderful podcast where Sean Hayes, Dave DiOrio, um, Dr. Phil Laporta, and Jill Lapsuga, they talk about all sorts of weird shit. Usually newsworthy, oftentimes about science or the world. They're really great people. Sean, the main host of the show, he um, did a bit of a guest spot for us. He did a Migro D. Valentine cool. talking about near dark. So listen to that thing. Um, Look around, a great show. And also, apparently, the Waveback Music Podcast, about video game I did music, listen. gave us shout outs. So That's go check wonderful. out the, the Waveback, too. Listen to Waveback. It's yeah. a great time if you like video game music. We're getting the blankest stares from Michelle Monahan, the professor. Got to give some cross promotion to some people, give yeah. you some love. So. Oh, no, I think that it's good that you make friends, but I've never listened to a video game music. There's a podcast for everything. Yes. True. And these guys found a niche and they're killing it. I, like, I, I, was, I was looking for, like, the, because you're like, oh, they gave us a shout out. I was like, cool, two and a half hours. And I listened to, like, a good, like, 45 minutes before, yeah. like, she got home. And I'm, I'm, it's a good show. I'm not really into, like, video game soundtracks, but it yeah. was, like, interesting to hear their perspectives on it. Yeah. So, cool. No, listen yeah. to the Halloween specials. They're, yeah. They are great. It's, like, all their favorite spooky video game music. And cool. It's fucking great. Awesome. Um, Ryan, what do you want to plug? Uh, I would like to plug uh, my wife's Emily mouth. Emily loves it. Oh. You okay there? That's right. so, I'm sorry. Okay. It came out my nose. You can find me on Instagram at Tango Like Cash. Uh, pictures of cocktails, pictures of me and the cat. That's, yeah. that's about it. Um, yeah. Mostly me tagging you in random pictures. Yeah, there's that too. You tagging. I'm really horrible with social media. Yeah. I'm one of the worst. It's just, it's just not your thing. It's probably a good thing. Yeah. You get some weird pictures, people. Yeah, you would get a lot of weird pictures. Yeah. Uh, you can also find us, uh, email us at sexandviolencepod at gmail.com you can also leave five star reviews please we need them we want them as well just give them to me five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher yep that's where we want you to go go Mm -hmm. check that out five stars Ryan's amazing Gabriel sucks or Gabriel's amazing Ryan sucks whatever you want to do and just whatever you do just put fuck you Dan and what about our giveaway 
Oh, yes. We will be having a giveaway coming up for probably around the 50th episode. Yeah. Around there. Uh, friend of the show, Tyler Martis, has designed custom poster for the Warriors. We're going to have that to give away to our fans. So if you're interested in uh, claiming one of these posters, send an email to the... It's the ad theme music. Yeah. It's actually an amazing poster. I got to see it. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. an amazing poster. He designed our Scott Pilgrim poster that he gave to us for our wedding um, present, and it is like he is a spectacular. It is what I've seen of it is beautiful. It's so beautiful. Follow him on Instagram at t underscore martis m a r t i s. The poster is beautiful. Comment, write to us, say anything. We would love to hear from you. Um, last I uh, one of my last Facebook posts or Instagram posts was um, uh, Emily. Did you see the um, the Photoshop picture I did of Ryan? No, but I would love to. So for Sex and Violence, we did uh, we did Eastern Promises, one of our one of our favorite movies, and um, I totally uh, photoshopped a bunch of things where we all put our heads on top of Viggo Mortensen's tattooed body. So there he is, sexy tattooed body. Viggo oh, Mortensen. he's such a hot man. And then I told people to vote for who they thought was the sexiest one. Daniel gets a wave. Daniel looks ridiculous of it. Um, I look like like a little bit off, and Ryan somehow works. Too well, right? That's weird. <laughs> it looks, oh my god! It looks I actually too didn't see well. this. That uh, works really. I should join the Russian mafia. Yeah. Jesus, you look like like Conor McGregor's sensitive brother. <laughs> Just listens to a lot of Brit indie pop and gets tattoos. Yeah. I think you need more tattoos. <laughs> yes. When your wife tells you you can get way more tattoos, I think that you need to like jump on that. I told mm-hmm. you. I, well, you shot down my one. I wanted to get the Tori Hanzu symbol right here. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's about all there is to plug. Yeah. Please also listen to Slow Readers, a fast-paced literature podcast where Daniel, Will, Michael, and I discuss literature and fucking nothing. Yep. Um, this coming month, um, let's see, this past week, um, week this is released, um, we'll be doing one of Jenny's recommendations. We're doing James Baldwin's Giovanni's Room in honor of Black History Month. Cool. Yeah. How, about the, how about the girls? Yeah. Um, Anything you guys want to plug? Apparently not. What about the the other No, I don't want to plug anything. Working on that. I'm good at not plugging stuff. Okay. I dig it. You're good at at plugging that hole in Ryan's heart. I didn't know where that was going, but I I guess. Yeah. Michelle Monahan and the professor, thank you for being on the show. Thank you. It was was a lovely evening. It was very nice. Thank you. I'm glad I can finally say that I saw this movie. Yeah, finally. Check it off the list. We're just mm-hmm. taking care of everything. After a year. Yeah. That's about it. Um, say bye, guys. Bye. 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 This has been a Top Count Radio production, executive produced by Daniel Reichel and Gabriel Mara. For more podcasts and content, go to topgauntradio.com 